Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the County Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Hayden Gibson, along with my co host, Jared Chastain. You're listening to WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. That's the motto around here. I say that almost every show. And don't forget to buy a t-shirt, $15, on the WBLZ Sports website, www.wblzsports.com. Join the movement. Trump still steals my stuff, man. That was stolen from me. I'm pretty sure Trump listens to the podcast. There's no way he came up with that by himself. (laughs) No. No way. No way. And I stole it from Daniel Bryan, so... (laughs) There you go. The yes movement. Anyway, we've got the week six. Good night. Week six preview coming up. So let's jump right into the, who is it, 49ers versus the Bills. Mm -hmm. Definitely want these running backs in this game. The Bills defense has not been as good against the run as I thought it would be coming into the season. Preseason, they looked phenomenal. But Carlos Hyde, this looks like a good matchup for him. He's been heavily used in the offense, so I want every bit of it I can get. And this one's going to get some national attention due to yeah. the starting quarterback for the 49ers, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick. I know the headline's going to be him not standing for the pledge, but how do you think he's going to perform in this one? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, it's a wild card right yeah, now. Yeah, I haven't even touched my quarterback rankings yet. This is Wednesday. Um, I'll probably just kind of throw him in around where I had Gabbert. As of now, maybe a little higher just because I think he's a better runner. Yeah, and Gabbert was getting – he's been getting over 10 carries a yeah, game. So. I don't know if he'll keep the ball that many times on the read option or not. Mm-hmm. A lot of those keeps by Gabbert were just bad reads. So, I think Kaepernick's a little smarter in that aspect. So, if the carries go down a little bit, I wouldn't be too surprised. But at the same time, just in the open field, he's a better runner. So, that alone is going to make me have – him ahead of where I would have Blaine Gabbert. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Receivers, Jeremy Curley, great PPR play. Other than that, Torrey Smith has been hit or miss, and he's not hit very much this year. No. So I don't see how you can trust him in your starting lineup. I guess the other pass catcher would be the tight end. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about Garrett Selleck this <laughs> week? Uh, it's just whatever to me at this point. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at my – Top 25, and I currently don't see him in my tight end ranking. So. Not ranked. Yeah. This is Wednesday, though, so it, that could change. Yeah. I, understandable. I don't even have my rankings done. As I said after last episode, I was ready to play some WWE 2K17. <laughs> Didn't get to play much, but anyway, Buffalo. Tyrod Taylor, he's kind of what he is every week. You know, he's yeah. got that big ceiling, but we've not seen it yet. No, he's barely throwing over 100 yards a game. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. If you got him, you're probably starting him, but he's not had that huge week that we're accustomed to like he did last year. He, he had some big weeks last year. Not seen that yet. But he that rushing does provide a solid floor, and he is very involved in the running game. So, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Is McCoy, I, I see him having a great day. This 49ers running attack is not very good. We've seen that against uh, David Johnson. So McCoy should have a huge day. Mm-hmm. You think maybe Gillisley gets involved in this one? or is mm, Maybe. I mean, like you said, the whole rushing defense of San Francisco has not been impressive whatsoever. And Buffalo has really exceeded in that. In the last few weeks, and you know, uh, speaking of McCoy, I have him as my number two running back this week in standard scoring. I can agree with that. So, uh, like you said, he could be in for a very huge week. He can be in line to single-handedly put owners into positions to win matchups this week. Mm-hmm. If he found the end zone last week, he could have done it last yeah. week too. Yeah, he should have no trouble finding the end zone this week. I don't know if he'll get one fifty again. 
but uh, he'll he'll definitely top a hundred. Uh, throw in a couple scores, and he's going to have a really great day. And he's going to be involved in the passing yep. game too. So McCoy is a great play. I will agree. Wide receiver is there? Wide receiver on this roster, you're going to take a shot on? No, not at all. Me either. Uh, Charles Clay, that's a guy that's worth monitoring for streaming purposes, but I'm not going to feel comfortable. He's super cheap in daily as well, but he has a lot of options around him that are just as cheap that I would rather play, to be quite honest to me. There aren't really many receiving options in Buffalo, but I still don't want any part of Charles Clay. I'm right there with you. Other than that, anything else we need to hit on that one? Nope. Let's move on to the Eagles versus the Redskins. The Eagles coming off their first loss, and Wentz is coming off throwing his first interception. Is he going to rebound against this Redskins defense? They're not; they've not been great against the pass. No, not at all. And yeah, there's a really good shot of that, especially if Norman is hampered by the injury that he mm-hmm. sustained uh, last Sunday. Uh, but yeah, this Washington pass defense has just been pretty horrible. To put yes, it, it has. Put it nicely, at least. It sounded like the wind saved them last week. <laughs> yeah. Running backs, Sproles is solid in PPR. He's going to be involved in the passing game, and he's going to probably get five or six carries, and he you typically does very well with them. Mm-hmm. So solid play in PPR. Not really a fan of him in standard unless you're desperate. Ryan Matthews? We're going to s- – Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. I mean, Terrence West ran really well against Washington mm-hmm. last week, and uh, Matthews is still – Last week, it looked like at least it was going to be a game-time decision and yeah. you know, very limited, and uh, we were proved wrong by that. It came away with 16 touches overall. I think he's a – in theory, he should be a lock to be a top-20 running back this week. Yeah, very true. Very true. Wide receivers, Jordan Matthews. I've made my feelings known about Jordan Matthews. It's just hard for me to rank him, based, basically because I don't like him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> It's kind of cruel. Yeah, I've not liked him since he came into the league, to be honest. Huh? But, hey, he, he produces, and I'm not going to own him ever, so I will probably never properly rank him. And when I have tried to properly rank him, you know, around the 14 area, yeah, he puts up numbers like I expect him to put, put up. And it's like, you know, four for 70. Yeah. That's it. So, how are you feeling about Jordan Matthews? I think he could have a pretty good game. This is a, a favorable matchup for him. Um, I think he can be a lock to be a wide receiver, too. Maybe even high end, depending if he finds the end zone or not. So, uh, I'd, I'd be all right with Jordan Matthews in my starting lineup this week. Nice. Nelson Aguilar? He could see some work, I, but I, nothing I, worth, you know, to me, he, nothing worth mentioning. He's seen quite a few targets last week, so... Maybe it's something to keep an eye on, at least. Maybe a desperation play since this defense has been awful mm. against the pass. Maybe. Uh, Zach Ertz, he let me down last week, but I'll go right back to the well. Going back to him being a top five tight end this week? Not top five. <laughs> but around that eight through ten, he'll be in that range for me. ten right now. Which I didn't realize tight end was It's pretty bad this year. Yeah. If you don't have one of the main guys, it's not good at all. Yep. It's been so inconsistent. On the Washington side of the football, Kirk Cousins, always a solid start. I mean, there's I don't think he plays a matchup to where you wouldn't want to start him this year. I don't know. I think this is one of those. I said that about Stafford. Stafford only he didn't even top two hundred yards. Still threw three touchdowns. Every one of them was less than seventeen yards. So uh, I'm I'm not <laughs> going to jump the gun and say I'm going to start Kirk Cousins this week if I have him. I really don't want much to do with this Washington passing attack or this offense as a whole this week, nah. especially with the news. I don't know if you've heard. Uh, they're testing Jordan Reed for a concussion. Oh, so great. there's a chance he may not even go. Vernon Davis will take that. But at the same time, Philadelphia has shut down you know, every tight end they face. Granted, the opponents haven't been too great. But tight ends have been held in check. Yeah. Well, with that news on Jordan Reed, you're probably right. I don't want any part of this offense. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big Matt Jones fan. so No, not in this matchup. And he's you're probably going to see that same floor you seen last week. Yeah. So anything else in this one? <laughs> uh, real quick, 
before last week, Dustin Hopkins, by the way, I got to give him a shout out. Shout out to the kickers. It uh, seems like he has a floor of eight points. He's put up eight, 11, eight, and eight. And then last week we can chalk that up to the wind, I think. I didn't watch the game or anything. But based on what I read, the wind was pretty vicious. So if you're looking for a kicker and he's not picked up, he may be worth it. What about um, Deshaun Jackson? Is this a matchup where he might be worth a you know, a upside play? Admit 33 in standard scoring. That sounds about right. Moving on to the Browns versus the Titans. This one should be good. Yeah. This one should be good. Hey, Titans about to hit 500, though. Yeah, they are. Hey, they're going to be right in that race for the division. Yeah. Uh, Your Cleveland Brown players, I've seen Josh McCown practice in a limited fashion today. Yeah, they cut uh, Whitehurst yesterday, by the way. How could they cut Yeah, they cut him and promoted a quarterback from the practice squad. You cannot cut clipboard Jesus. Yeah. That's not right. Cut him, waved him. Yeah, he's gone. (laughs) So he won't be making his triumphant return to Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) But it isn't like you're going to be starting a Cleveland quarterback anyway. Mm -mm. Uh, Isaiah Crowell. I think he'd be all right. He he should be okay because this one should be a close game. Mm-hmm. Duke Johnson, I need to see him be more involved, unlike last week. I don't yeah. know what happened last week. But he should get more involved because this Titans defense is pretty good. So I expect some check downs here and there. He had a really good game against Tennessee last year, if I'm not mistaken. I can't even remember. I'm going to verify that while you keep talking. But Terrell Pryor. I kind of like Terrell Pryor. I'm, I've got to stick with him. Yeah, I said on the last podcast, I get with one of my guys, and I just go with them until they show that they can't go anymore. So Terrell Pryor, he'll be around. He'll be in that probably twenty to twenty-five range for me this week. Ride that out. I don't know if I'm even going to say that because the last two weeks they've shut down Hopkins and Landry. True. True. And, you know, Titans defense are playing pretty yeah, well right now. playing very well. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want anything to do with this Cleveland offense. Barnage? Yeah, except Barnage. Barnage. Except Barnage. I think he'll be all right in this game. Um, he'll probably be a lot like. Find the end zones. Yeah, he'll probably be a lot like you've seen the yeah. past two weeks. Right. And for what it's worth, I just looked it up. Duke Johnson didn't have that great of a game. Against that, was, after all. that was week two. Yeah, Johnny Manziel had a big game to exactly. win them that game. Was that week two? Yeah. Yeah, because Duke Johnson was not involved in the passing game the first two weeks. Right. He still had 12 carries on that game. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. But on the Titans side of the football, DeMarco Murray, surefire won't running back one, especially against this off our defense. Mariota is probably a nice play if you happen to own a maybe a Winston. You've been relying on Winston all year. I don't know. It'll He's be a good daily play, I think. Yeah. Probably, he'll probably have a decent price as well. I haven't not, looked at it. Not going to see what you've seen last week, but he could probably have a really solid day, maybe two touchdowns and some rushing yards. Mm-hmm. So, solid. No complaints there. Wide receiver-wise, Tajay Sharp going to get it going again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm just neutral right now with him. Yeah, it's more on the negative side of neutral. If you can tell by the tone of my voice, I'm not happy with what I'm seeing. Nah, you can't really be happy. It and like a another wide receiver has passed him up. Yeah. being the lead guy. Exactly. I have him at 59 this week, and that's probably too low. But you know, I'd rather have him at 59 and he land in the top 30 instead of me having him in the top 30 and he land at 59. <laughs> yeah. So understand. Uh, Delaney Walker should be a very good play this yeah, week. I think he's in line for another solid week. Mm-hmm. Very solid week. I think he's my third ranked tight end. Yes, he is. And DeMarco Murray is my number three running back nice. this week. Nice. I like that. Anything else in this game that needs to be brought up? Nope. Well, let's keep on rolling. Ravens versus the Giants. Flacco? I'm done with Flacco. <laughs> he's he's let me down. I'm surprised you started him twice this year. Yeah. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year, hey, you're going to start Joe Flacco twice this season, I would have said you're out of your mind. Yeah. But I've done it, and he's let me down for weeks. <laughs> I hope he throws 400 this week. <laughs> he probably will because I'm cutting him yeah. this week. <laughs> you just, man, you damage him. I do. I guess I do. Uh, Terrence West, he can be a solid play this week. We've seen Eddie Lacy kind of run through this. 
Giants D, who was solid against the run the first couple of weeks. Yeah. And last well, week, they didn't look too great. Right, unless he had a good shot of topping 100 had he not tweaked oh, his yeah. ankle. Absolutely. I mean, he had 11 carries for over 80 yards. So mm-hmm. Maybe Terrence West can get it rolling, too. I mean, he's nowhere near the talent of Eddie Lacy, but... Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of a similar runner. Yeah, I have him as a low-end running back, too, this week, just because I think this game has, you know, a chance of – I think New York could really open up. Really? Yeah, against Baltimore, especially in the past game. I hope we'll, so. We'll get into that whenever the time comes. I hope so. Baltimore receivers. Steve Smith did not practice today. I think he's likely to be out. Okay. I read that his ankle was likely swollen or sore. Mm-hmm. And, um I didn't read anything about him maybe being out. So, so Mike Wallace probably a really good play this yep. week. And Pitta. Yep. Those, and if you're really desperate, tight end Gilmore. Yeah. I mean, those are the three main pieces in the passing game. Whenever I think Perriman's a little banged up too. Is he? Yeah. Maybe not. You know, worth mentioning, but just something to. Make I mean, he up. he's been getting some solid targets. Yeah. It, it's kind of like Aiken. He gets targets too but he's just not done anything with him <laughs> so i remember kamar Aiken. remember yeah. when he was a thing <laughs> yeah yeah remember when he was a sleeper yep i remember that i don't want to remember it but i do on the giant side of the football you said that this giant's offense could possibly open it up so mm-hmm. i'm expecting you're liking eli this week oh uh, yeah Fairly, but this is more about Odell Beckham. Odell. You called him to be the number one wide receiver last year. I think you're just a week early. Or last week. Last week. Like, not last year, excuse me. Oh, hell, you might have done it last year. Who knows? But last week you called for him to be the number one wide receiver. I think you were just a week early on that. Okay. Whenever you look at the Ravens, they played two road games, and in each road game they've given up two touchdowns to the other team's respective number one wide receiver. Odell Beckham in this situation – in, or right after that game, they played Oakland, where Crabtree had three, yeah. and by himself. And last week, you can chalk that up to the bad weather, but I don't see any reason to think that this defense is confident and they know what they're doing. And I think Odell Beckham shuts everybody up this week. I mean, I thought Odell was going to have a huge day because of similar reasons, like mm-hmm. you're mentioning. Green Bay was awful against number one wide receivers. They gave up the big game to Marvin Jones. And a few others, I can't remember the other ones, but they were giving it up to wide receivers. So I was like, "Oh, that's obvious. This yeah. is going to happen." And Sam Shields was—I think he was out. Yeah, and um, their number two cornerback was out too. Yeah, so it, it right was on the wall. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, this gonna—oh, he's gonna blow up." Uh, they had yeah. the Lambeau faithful behind them, though. <laughs> I <laughs> guess, and this and that. New yeah, York, they're, so. they're in the Meadowlands, so. I, I think Odell Beckham has a real shot to be the number one wide receiver, and I haven't ranked as that. I hope you're right. I'm not going to lie. I, I need Odell to do something big. I mean, he's been solid. Yeah. You can't really knock what he's been doing. Mm-mm. And they showed his stats through the first four weeks last year. Yeah. This was Sunday. Mm-hmm. They were identical. Yeah, he started slow last year Yeah, and picked and, it up. I mean, he finally found the end zone last week, so that was good. So maybe things are looking up. And he had 12 targets. So yeah. They're trying to, get about it. trying to get him the football. What about the running back situation? Have you seen anything on Jennings? No, I haven't, but it doesn't really matter to me at this point. I want nothing to do with Jennings this week. If anything, if I'm in a PPR, I'd entertain the idea of Rainey. Yeah, Bobby Rainey. Or a uh, DraftKings flex play, Bobby Rainey. Gotcha. So, okay. That's pretty much all I want to yeah, do this, with the running backs. This backfield's my ass. Just to put it lightly, Orleans Darqua. Other receivers, Sterling Shepard. I know you, he's been he's been a guy that you liked. Right? Yeah. Is Odell Beckham just going to hog the passing game in your eyes? I think he has okay. everything that it takes to. Uh, right now I have Sterling Shepard as a low-end wide receiver three. Okay. And um, given his performances last week, and I think even the week before that, it was very poor. I think so. So, I mean, he could kind of get it going, but I just think this is going to be a lot. About Beckham. Okay. I assume Shepard's ranked higher than Victor Cruz. In yes, he is. Okay. Yep. He'll, will be is in mind as well. Tight ends. I know your favorite tight end plays for these guys. Larry <laughs> Donnell. Yeah. Well, he didn't make the flight last week. So, no, did he yeah, he could pretty, he could be pretty banged up, but 
Baltimore's done pretty well against tight ends and anyway. The Giants really have not used yeah. tight ends. Yeah, yeah. Will Ties, whatever. I have to start Will Ties in the league, but it's the 32-man dynasty team that uh, I inherited. Nice. So it's not like I went out of my way to get this guy. <laughs> but pretty much in this league, if they step on the field, you got to start them. Understandable. <laughs> nice. Well, is, is there anything else in that one? No. Let's move on to the Panthers versus the Saints. Cam Newton practice today. Good. Good. That's all I need to hear. He's probably going <laughs> to be my number one quarterback then. Yeah, that's a good shot of that. He's probably going to light the Saints up. I mean, the Saints have been awful, except for last week. Last week they were on a bye. So, they weren't awful they last weren't. week. They weren't. <laughs> they were real good last week. <laughs> I'll say they were 500 last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely my number one quarterback this week. Uh, Jonathan Stewart, any word out on him? Yeah, there's a good chance that he plays this week. Cool. Cool. I'm, I'm kind of weird about Jonathan Stewart. He burnt me last year, but you can probably expect about 80 yards rushing. Yeah. And, and if he finds the end zone, that's... And I think he's got a good shot of finding the end zone since Newton's dealing with that, you know, post-concussion symptoms. Yeah, and they're... And so they're probably not going to just say, hey, you're at the two, go ahead and run it in and get beat yeah. up by five guys on the way. Yeah, understandable. So, yeah, maybe he's a solid play this week. And honestly, with Stewart's injury... They might not even risk him. This could be a Mike Tolbert kind of game. Nice. <laughs> I really want to say that. Is Tolbert still there? Yeah, Tolbert's okay, still okay. there. Okay, it might be a Tolbert game. Nice. I don't know. But, yeah, I think Jonathan Stewart could have, you know, like an 80-yard game, something like that. I have him as a uh, running back to 18th, to be exact, right now. I can get on board with that. Wide receiver, Kelvin Benjamin. I know you're not much of a fan of him, but I like him in this one. Yeah, he should be solid. I have him as a wide receiver to 15. Might be a little low, to be honest. I'll probably have him in that. 10 to 13 range, if I had to guess. I can't knock you for it. Yeah, the matchup's just too good to pass up. Mm. Saints are just awful. Maybe Ted Ginn gets behind the Saints defense. So that. Maybe a good daily player yeah. out there. Greg Olson. We don't really need to talk about Greg Olson. Well, there's only one thing I want to ask you. So you're number one tight end this week. This week? He... Mm. I, I know you got to think for Gronk. I do. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about to me, that. it goes without saying that he is my number one tight end this week. And just because Gronk is back and he put up 100 yards last week and Tom Brady's back, you can't just forget what Greg Olson has done the first five weeks of the year. He's been great. Oh, yeah, he has. Uh, great. He's been good enough to consider tight end number two. <laughs> this guy. Because I'm probably going to roll with Gronk. I know you will. You biased <laughs> son of a gun. Moving on to the Saints. Drew Brees coming back. We've seen this Carolina offense get torched, not last week, but the week before. Then Winston came into town. Winston's been all over the place, so can't really put much into that game. Mm. So Drew Brees, he may have a big game this week, Mm -hmm. and he's back at home, so I'm probably going to have him top four. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, definitely top five. Mm -hmm. I just haven't looked at it too closely. Mark Ingram's back, thank goodness. And I think he's going to have a pretty nice day here. I mean, he's very involved, probably going to get close to 20 touches and hopefully he finds an end zone. And John Coon doesn't steal anything from him. <laughs> so I love Mark Ingram. He'll probably be a top 10 play for me if I had to guess. Wide receivers, Brandon Cooks, he'll be fine. Yeah. And he, he kind of struggled before the bye week, but I still think he can be a top 10 play this week. Yeah, yeah. Willie Sneed, you know, ever since that injury they had that kept him out of that one Monday night game, not been too great. Hopefully that bye helped. So. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Usually turf toe doesn't last this long. It can be a problem, though. I remember Antonio Gates used to deal with that stuff all the time. <laughs> it's awful. Gates. You screwed me, Gates. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Willie Sneed this week. He'll probably be in that wide receiver three range for me. You know, that low 20s. Yeah. <clears throat> and Kobe Flanner? Maybe. 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 We'll, we'll see how Snead comes back and just how involved Michael Thomas is going to be. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's another guy that's worth bringing up, Michael Thomas. He, he's been solid for yeah. them all year. Mm-hmm. So definitely worth mentioning. Anything else in this game? Nope. Let's move on to Jacksonville versus Chicago. Blake Bortles, who's been very disappointing this year Mm -hmm. so far, he'll be around 15 for me just off the top of my head. I I think that's a fair ranking. Yeah, 
I mean, he's a top half guy, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, this look just – he had a really good game against this Bears defense, but it's just hard to get on board with Bortles just because of what he's done so far this season. Um, running game, want no part of it. This Yeldon, he's terrible at football. <laughs> Chris Ivory, he's not been good. He's not shown any signs of being good this year. Mm-hmm. So, want no part of this one. If I'd start one, I'd still go and Yeldon. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Allen Robinson. Love play. Yeah. Love Allen Robinson. Always a threat to get a touchdown or two. Allen Hearns. He's, you know, he's, before the bye, he had that one game where he bailed out his owners with a late touchdown. Yeah. And he's been getting more, or he's been getting less opportunities than Marcus Marquis Lee. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we see him more involved, kind of like last year. You know, he was that steady guy. Yeah. And Allen Robinson was the up and down, up and down. He had he'd have huge weeks. Hearns was the go out and get me seventy yards receiving and maybe a touchdown. Yeah. Which those are important guys in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we see that again. But this Marcus Lee situation has blown me away. <laughs> I'm, I've still let it get to me, even though we've had a bye week separating you their last game. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. I mean, it's fair to say, because like you said, he's just not really involved in that touchdown that built him out. Touchdown also counted for 38 of his 42 receiving yards in that game. Yeah. Yeah. What about the tight ends? It, have you heard anything about um, Julius Thomas? I haven't. I, I don't know his uh, health, you mean? Yeah. What you're talking about? No, yeah. I have no idea then. I don't even know if there's a healthy tight end <laughs> on the roster right now. Hmm. I don't know. Because Mercedes Lewis got hurt in the London game. Yeah. And Thomas was out, so not sure. It's hard to give any input on that situation <laughs> right now. Quick Twitter search make it. Help us out. What you got for me, Twitter? He returned to practice yesterday. Okay. Well, good sign. Yep. I mean, he was he started off hot, if you ask me. In yeah, yeah. Terms. Pretty good start. And then kind of fell off, but maybe he bounces back here. I mean, Chicago, they're historically not been too great against tight end. Yeah. And knows? I'm almost certain he's going to play because I also just read, uh, yeah, he returned yesterday, but he was a full participant today. Okay. So, Sweet. this is Wednesday. Sweet. Yes. Chicago side of the football, Brian Hoyer, I mean, if you picked him up and you were desperate quarterback, keep plugging him in until yeah. he lets you down. You, you can't start anyone else over him at this point, really. Yeah. I mean, he's been great. Over 300 yards passing in the three games he started. So, keep plugging him in. Running back, Jordan Howard. Same situation. Yeah. Plug him in. white hot. Plug him in. I mean, at worst – you're going to plug him in as your flex, and that's a heck of a flex to have. Yeah, definitely. Alshon Jeffrey, what, what are you saying from Alshon this week? I have him as a low-end wide receiver, too. Low-end? I'm at really? 22. I mean, I understand. It's, I guarantee it kind of sticks out, doesn't it? It does. Just looking at his name there. Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, the past three weeks I've had him as a top-10 guy. Even last week I had him as a top-10 mm-hmm. guy. Oh, I had him and as a top-10 guy all the way down to 22, and then – you go 10 spots down to 32, you see a guy you've never seen before, Cameron Meredith. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> it's just another game to observe and record, I guess. Would it surprise you if Meredith outperformed Alshon Not at all. this week? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> so, Meredith could be a good play. I mean, this Jacksonville defense has not lived up to the hype at no. all. No reason to shy away from them whenever it comes to receiver. Eddie Rule, probably going to be a solid play. I mean, he's been solid with Hoyer under – the center, so good play there. Zach Miller, keep plugging him in. He's been great whenever it comes to tight ends. Gets like seven catches, and he gets a ton of targets from Hoyer. I don't know why Jay Cutler hates Zach Miller so much. It seems he does, though. So good play. He'll be a tight end one probably around where I would rank a Delaney Walker, that type of play. Wow. I have Walker all the way at three and Miller at 12. <laughs> we're, I mean, a little, we're a little different there. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but a tight end one nonetheless, low end mm-hmm. for me. Um, I think Jacksonville's done pretty well against tight ends this year. So 
Uh, it probably has something to do with why I have them lower than you would. Understandable. Understandable. Anything else in this game? Nope. Let's move on to the Rams versus the Lions. You got the Rams, the only person worth mentioning whenever it comes to starting a definite starter is Todd Gurley. Hopefully he builds on what he did last week. He had a solid game last week. I want to see that big game from Todd Gurley, even though I don't know him anymore. Just for the sake of fantasy, I want to see it. Kenny Britt, if you're a desperate wide receiver, if you've got a Mike Evans, Stephon Diggs, both on by and you're real thin at wide receiver, Kenny Britt, he's been solid. I mean, he's been getting like 70 yards receiving every mm-hmm. game. So, I mean, it's worth a shot. Maybe he gets a, maybe he finds the end zone finally. I have him higher than I do Tavon Austin for the first time and uh, probably all season, to yeah. be honest. I've just kind of written him off like, oh, it's Kenny Britt. Maybe, mainly because we've seen Kenny Britt firsthand yeah. being down here in Tennessee. But, yeah, I mean, he's definitely worth starting in a, you know, a plug-in. Yeah. It's the other guy, Brian Quick. I'm, I've already written him off. Yeah. He's done. He had those two big games in a row, and then I don't want any part of Brian Quick. Would never feel comfortable with him in my lineup. Tavon Austin, he's – they made an effort to get him the football last week, mm-hmm. so that's encouraging, but he still not produced like he did last year. I mean, last year he had some solid weeks, and he was kind of becoming a guy that you can kind of count on mm-hmm. in a, like a flex fashion or something like that. But other than that, I don't – tight end, Lance Kendricks, I don't know what he really did last week. Nothing, two for 24 if I'm not mistaken. But this Detroit Lions defense, they had been – bad against the tight end until last week so maybe they start that back up uh to your point about Todd Gurley earlier that you brought up that uh he's definitely start worthy and whatnot mm-hmm. and how you hope he builds on you know what he did last week and I think there's a, a pretty good chance of that happening to be I, honest I, I think hope so I want to see it Detroit is 23rd against the run okay so he's definitely got the matchup um this game isn't going to get out of hand so game flow shouldn't matter and like I said last week, he's the best player on that side of the field. Um, they're going to get him the ball. It's that simple. And he very well could come away with a 25-touch game. And if he breaks a big one, you're looking at a you know top four play this yeah. week at running back. Yeah, for sure. I hope it happens. I'm rooting for him. <clears throat> um, Detroit side of the football, Stafford, he's a solid play every week. And you probably <laughs> – Drafted him as a starter, so plug him in. He he finds a way to get it done, and they should go back to throw him a lot. I don't see them jumping out ahead like they did last week and trying to kill it with really nobody to run the football between the tackles and mm-hmm. be that guy to run out the clock. Justin Forsett, has there been any reports about him playing this week, or are they going to have him take the week off? I don't know. Uh, like I said – on the recap episode, whenever we announced it, I'll rank him around where I had Dwayne Washington, yeah. most likely. So, low 30s kind of guy for me. Yeah. Still, nobody you want in any format, no. any daily play. No. Theo's still the guy here. Mm-hmm. You like Theo in this one. Mm-hmm. Going to like Theo probably every week just because he can. he's a pass-catching back. Yeah. And those guys can get it done any given week. So, like him in this one, he'll be... I'd say top 20 play this week, right? Yeah, definitely. I have him at 17, and uh, I think he's in for a really good week. Mm-hmm. Um, Los Angeles hasn't been great against the run. No, they've not. I think they were close to last. Yeah, 29. Yeah. Averaging, a hundred, giving up 122 yards a game. Mm-hmm. But wide receivers, Marvin Jones starting him, mm-hmm. and Golden Tate. Jim Bob come out and say that he's going to have a monster game this way. I'm at 55. There you go. So, <laughs> I said he would no longer be in my top 40 until further notice. I went a step further and kept him out of my top 50. There you go. There you go. It's just too hard to deal with right now. Mm-hmm. And who knows if Eric Ebron plays or not. You'll just have to monitor that situation. If he does, this is a decent matchup. And he's been a very good red zone target for Stafford, so... Maybe 
if he's definitely ruled out, Riddick might get a bump up. But if not, you know, Ebron's a solid tight end start. Tight end's been a mess this year, so he's solid. Anything else in this game? Well, uh, you just brought up Ebron. This was reported Sunday that he's going to miss a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. All right. Everything I just said about Ebron is irrelevant. Yep. So, bigger bump for Theo Riddick in my book. Yep, he's for sure. The red zone guy. Pittsburgh versus Miami. Easy going on Pittsburgh. You start your big three. Mm-hmm. You're Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, and um, Antonio Brown. Sammy Coates is dealing with a laceration on his hand. He was in a big cast today. So I guess that's something you probably need to monitor. But he returned after he had the laceration on his hand last week and ended up catching another touchdown. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So maybe he, he sh- if you ask me, he's probably not going to miss any time. Jesse James, he finally ends on this one. Yeah, he's got a real solid matchup. <laughs> Miami's been horrible against tight ends this year. So Jesse James, streamers. Jesse James is your guy again this week. Mm-hmm. Anything else on the Pittsburgh side? I mean, nothing's pretty simple to go over. Le'Veon Bell's my number one flex player this week. There you go. And with the volume he's been getting, yeah, why not? Miami side of the football, Ryan Tannehill's awful at football. At the quarterback position, anyway. I've seen Arian Foster may be returning this week. Yep. So that's encouraging for the running game, but I still... Yeah, Pittsburgh's front isn't terrible. So no. I, I can't imagine Foster having any kind of relevance unless he finds the end zone. Wide receivers, Landry. I think Landry can do all right. Yeah. Yeah, he should do fine in this one. Other than that, it's kind of hit or miss with Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. Kenny Steele's if he can catch football. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. going to let him live that one play down. No. Week one, I believe. Oh, yeah, it was week one. wonder what kind of impact that would have made on their season so far. Oh, I know. That might have been the turning point. Yeah. That <laughs> early, just get them off to a 5-0 and start. <laughs> Said they're sitting at 1-4, and four, I think. Yeah, they're, they're not very good. Anything else in that one? Nope. Let's move on to Cincy at New England. Cincinnati, they didn't have a great performance last week. I hope that they bounce back a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. So Dalton, you Dalton supporters, you might get a good game out of him this week. Running back situation, Jeremy Hill was dealing with a shoulder injury. Return to practice today. Return to practice, <clears throat> but I still prefer Geo in this one. Yeah, I do too. He was very involved last week, which the injury to Hill kind of contributes to that. But I think that they're going to get him even more involved. Solid PPR play. He's been catching the ball like crazy. So, love Geo in this one. Jeremy Hill, he's got a score touchdown. Yep. Simple as that. Wide receivers, A.J. Green are starting him. Yeah. But who knows if Belichick tries taking him away. Yeah. But you're starting him either way. LaFell, you think he can re- repeat his performance from last week? If A.J. is neutralized like he was last week, then there's a shot of it because they're going to have to throw the ball to stay in this game. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Effort. No siding at practice. Ah, so it's looking like uh, Uzoma again. <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a decent, you know, daily play. He's probably dirt cheap, decent stream option. New England hasn't been very good against tight ends this year. Okay. Okay. But well, I'm still not going to do it. <laughs> let's talk about a really good tight end over in New England. <laughs> the second best tight end this week. Let's go. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but I love Gronk. Everybody should know that by now. Brady, solid play this week. We've seen Dak have a decent game against these guys, which they didn't really have to throw the ball. He was just a very good game manager. Yeah. Brady's probably going to light them up <laughs> because this Bengals defense has not been good. Not as good as it's been in the past. Yeah, that's true. So get ready to see a lot of Brady throwing the football. Blunt, I mean, after last week. Yeah. Uh, it's I mean, kind of back to the blunt of old. Yeah. He might find the end zone. He might not. Yeah. I mean, he's always got that chance in this offense. Just as as well as this offense moves the football, they're going to get in the red zone. So he very well could punch one in. He could. That alone is why I have him as a low-end running back two this week. Okay. Okay. And we've seen Ezekiel Elliott run wild on the Bengals. So maybe the 
Patriots just run the football this week. Who mm-hmm. knows? You never know with Bill Belichick, man. He's crazy. He'll do what you least expect. James White, I th- he should be solid PPR play. I mean, he caught should what? be flex worthy. I'd say. Yeah, he, he'll be all right. Might find the end zone. I mean, he's got big play potential. So we'll see. Wide receivers need to see Julian Edelman get back on the same page with. Brady. Yeah. I, I think it's this week, though. And I'm interested to see if Chris Hogan keep is able to have, you know, a, kind of a similar game to last week. Maybe not 100 yards, but still right. getting some looks and able to capitalize on them. Yeah. The real thing that I'll be watching is, of course, Gronk's going to get his. Or are they still going to use Bennett the same way? I'm ranking him like he is. I mean, not three touchdowns, of course, but I, I think he definitely finds the end zone once. I have him at six in my tight end rankings, and Gronk at two. So I like, I like that. I mean, I'd move Gronk up to one for <laughs> me, though. Of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. But if that if they put another week together like they did last week, I like it. I like it a lot. Congratulations to those that drafted Bennett as mm. more than just a like a. Tied in handcuffs. Yeah, I mean, that's what I did in one league. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He was a free agent and I had Gronk, and I was like, you know what? I'll pick up Bennett. Why not? So, anything else in that one? Nope. Well, let's take a quick commercial break and wrap up the last few games. So, then they go and make the match 10 room power bottoms of and Bill Eady asked at the time, was like, yeah, we're done. What in the hell did he just do to my partner? Barry Carson's like, I'm, I'm going to become Repo Man. I'm done being demolished. He powerbombed into him into a gimmick change. They then brought in Brian Adams and made Crush. Crush then showed up. Darso became Repo Man. And Tenru went back to put on five-star matches with Kobashi and Kawada. There's the rant of the night. From high spots to low blows, Popping Out a Squared Circle covers all your professional wrestling news, rumors, and more. Check us out right here every Wednesday at 9 p.m. on WBLZ Radio. Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing. He has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial, or residential. Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing. 404 966 3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Pepper Painting and Pressure Washing. 404-966-3361. Hi, this is Josh Rimmer. If you want to know all the latest news, scoops, and highlights, including hearing from some of the big names in hockey with some celebrity hockey fans sprinkled in, be sure to join me every Sunday night from 8 to 9 p.m. for the Josh Rimmer Hockey Show right here on WBLZ Sports. We got balls. East Lake Sports live Sunday mornings with host Craig Goldberger and Andrew Marchetti. It's two hours of sports talk from a fan's perspective. Have an opinion? Join our conversation live. Topics will range from golf and MMA to the major sports such as the NFL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball, and get everything in between. We'll cover it all each and every Sunday on the Inscriber Media Network. Whether it be your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Service is the electrical contractor for you. The Gen Service team has the expertise, commitment, and educational years to help you solve your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. And mention WBLZ Sports, you will get a discount. That's Gen Service, 740 740- Four three eight seven one seven three. Son of a bitch, Paul. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. We've got your answers. WBLZ Sports. We've got balls.
Welcome back to the County Fantasy Sports Podcast. Let's jump right back in with the Chiefs versus the Raiders. Chiefs, Jamal Charles, we'll see if his role increases anymore. Yeah. Not going to really mention Alex Smith just because he's Alex Smith. I mean, Well, this Oakland defense is bad, though. It is. It's very true. I think that helps out the skill position players more than it does Alex Smith. Because, oh, yeah. I, I think he could be a top. He could flirt with the top 15 play this week. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. But Jamal Charles, Spencer, where you think we're going to see more Jamal Charles? We have to at this point. I mean, uh, he came on record and said he feels 100%. I don't know if it was 100%. Don't quote me on that. But he feels good, nonetheless. Gotcha. And this is a really great matchup, and I think it'll kind of be a split. But Charles has that you know big play upside. Mm-hmm. I have him at 15. Okay. So I'm going to test that right now. <laughs> I I, if you're looking at my rankings and base your lineups on my rankings and you have Charles and then I have you know uh, Carlos Hyder right behind him at 16. If you start hot over Charles – I won't blame you for that at gotcha. all. This is kind of a theory, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Gotcha. Jeremy Macklin. I like Jeremy Macklin in this one. Yeah, especially in standard. Yeah. And just a guy that I'm keeping an eye on is Chris Conley, just because he's he's had some nice games. Yep. I so, ranked him this week in my top. Did you? Uh, top 60, yeah. So. Nice. nice. I'll be keeping an eye on him because he could – I mean, this offense doesn't throw a bunch. Mm-hmm. But he could be a serviceable guy going forward. But the two big targets are Jamie Macklin and this next guy, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey should have a nice day this week. Got to be in everybody's top five Mm -hmm. times this week. Absolutely. Oakland side of the football, Derek Carr, solid play. Till further notice. Yeah. I mean, he's been performing very well. Running back situation, you said – Last they are hopeful that Murray plays. Okay. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> He'll probably end up being a game time decision on a four o'clock game, so it's mm. gonna be nice. A nightmare. <laughs> but if he doesn't go, the two running backs are the other guys, Washington and Richard, they're both flex worthy. Yeah. I mean, they've it, it's should been shown it's a committee and both of them get a good amount of touches, so Solid flex plays. Crabtree and Cooper, who you got ranked higher this week? Mari Cooper. Cooper? Yep. I think Cooper can really build on, build off of what he did last week. And I know he'll probably be dealing with Marcus Peters a fair amount. Mm-hmm. But uh, Marcus Peters gives up some big plays. Yeah, he does. He makes some big plays. That's yeah, why he's he just makes that for him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Cooper definitely has a chance to make a big play this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could find the end zone, I'd say. I have him at 11. And I think that's pretty reasonable. Crabtree at 19, so it's not like he's going to be completely irrelevant. So both of these wide receivers are, you know, must starts still going forward. Anything else in that one? Nope. Let's move on to Atlanta versus Seattle. Matt Ryan, you you got to kind of start him. I mean, he's, regardless of the matchup, he's been too good not to start. The running backs, both are startable. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a tough matchup at Seattle. But, hey. You still got to start pretty much every skill position player. Yeah, that you would normally start. Mm-hmm. But just kind of temper your expectations. Know that it could be a, could be a bad week. Yeah. Uh, Seattle side of the football, Russell Wilson. He's had a week to rest. So, I like Russell Wilson in this one. Running backs, Christian Michael's still the guy. Yeah. So he could be a top twelve play, I think. Mm-hmm. And wide receivers, Doug Baldwin. I love Doug Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett. Don't want any part of him right now. Nope. Other than that, it's kind of just receiver wise. It's kind of oh, yeah. no man's land. Yeah, receiver wise. Jimmy Graham, <laughs> like Jimmy Graham this week. He rounds out my top five. I've been week. I've been trying to figure out ways to trade for him in some of my leagues. Yeah, it's kind of tough, I'd say. Yeah, it is. Just because. In the leagues, I'm wanting to trade for him at where I'm strong, the other team's strong. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, it's not like I can trade some of my strong pieces to get Jimmy Graham and another piece. Right. Uh, whenever you're mentioning Atlanta, you failed to mention Julio Jones. And you said last yeah. episode that you're worried about him. I so, am. where do you have him this week? Ideally. Ideally, he'll be 
probably around 10. I'm at 14. Okay. So, if you had him lower than that, I wouldn't blame you, really. Because, I mean, the guys I have behind him right now are Kelvin Benjamin, who plays at uh, New Orleans, can jump him. And then Marvin Jones, playing L.A., he could also top him. Yeah. So, don't be surprised if he ends up being outside of my top 15 whenever my Saturday rankings come out. Okay. Or, hell, they may... I might tweak him after the show. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm worried about Julio right now. And it's not the Sherman matchup. It's the usage that we've seen. I'm just worried about the Seattle defense, man. Yeah, I've seen. But Brandon Marshall, he had his way with Richard Sherman in their matchup. So, it's not the matchup that scares me off. That, that That can be chalked up to Seattle playing the East Coast, I think. Because, I mean, they were pretty off as a team. Just happened to get a good game from Graham and Russell yeah. Wilson, three touchdowns. Very true. But the way they looked, they didn't look good. Mm-mm. Anything else in that game? Nope. Well, let's move on quickly to the Dallas versus Green Bay. Dallas, I mean, you're not starting Dak, but he's been he's been good football. Yeah, good football. Zeke, you're starting Zeke. The Cincinnati defense coming into last week was kind of a tougher matchup. We've seen what he done with them. He's made them look soft. Have you realized how good that Green Bay has actually been against the run this year? Oh, I know. I think in like four games they've given up less than 150 yards. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But you got to roll with Zeke. Exactly, yeah. I have him at four. (laughs) I'm not going to let it phase me. He's going to get, you know, at least 20 touches. Mm -hmm. And I don't think game flow can really take them out considering how – Dallas's defense has played. Yeah, very true. And it's played that well partly because of Zeke running the football. Mm-hmm. Des Bryant returned to practice today. He wasn't he? a full participant, but he was running good. He looked good whenever he was running and okay. did some one-on-one drills. looked pretty good. Um, I'm not sure about his status. I know Jerry Jones said that they're not going to take any chances with him, gotcha. as they shouldn't. Yeah. Especially with the bye week coming up. If he sat, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't rush him back at all. I'll probably rank him this week, though. I haven't ranked him in the last two weeks, but this week I'll probably throw him in somewhere. Gotcha. Other than Dez, really don't want any part of the passing game except for maybe Cole Beasley or Witten. Yeah, Witten. Green Bay hasn't done great against tight ends this mm-hmm. week, or this year, excuse me. Mm-hmm. On the Green Bay side of the football, Aaron Rodgers, plug him in, play. Start him off. <laughs> yeah. Lacey, he should be good to go. Start him. You know uh I was very high on Lacey coming into the year, mm-hmm. but right now I have him at 22, and I was asking myself, why is he so low? And then I looked at his stats. He's only top 15 carries one time this year. Yeah. And he's just not really getting the volume or the touchdowns to be that low-end running back one that I saw him as and has a lot of people saw him as. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll probably continue to have him around this range. I mean, this is a decent matchup, not terrible, but mm-hmm. he's still 22. And. I think it's partly because this offense has not put together a good game yet. Yeah. We've seen one good half of football from Green Bay. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Anything else in that one? Jordy Nelson, solid. Yeah. Cobb. Cobb. I have him as a low-end wide receiver, too. Mm-hmm. Devontae uh, Adams, if you're desperate. Yeah. He's been on a little touchdown tear here lately. Mm-hmm. Three touchdowns in four games, so. Moving on to Indy versus Houston. Luck goes without saying. Good play. Just expect to see a big number whenever it comes to sacks. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Gore, he's solid every week. He's going to get about 70 yards rushing. And maybe he adds some more catches. I'd like to see that. And I'd like to see Josh Ferguson a little bit more involved in the passing game, to be honest. Big target here is T.Y. Mm-hmm. It's the guy you want in your lineup. He's, yeah. he's going to light it up as long as Dante Moncrief's not on the field. And then I read today like there's no indication that Moncrief's going to return in the next three weeks. Uh, not what you want to hear. Uh, unless you're a T.Y. owner. <laughs> yeah, that's good for T.Y. owners. But I have him lower probably than most. I have him at 12 this week just because you know Houston's pass defense is really good. It is. And Joseph, he's done a great job this year. I assume there'll be a lot of shadowing in that mm-hmm. situation. So, uh, Dwayne Allen, what do you think about Dwayne Allen? This I week? want nothing to do with Dwayne Allen. Nothing, nothing, because last episode I said the more pressure the legs faces, the more pass blockers are going to need. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pull this up really quick. Okay, here it is. This is a 
Not really a great matchup for him at all. Houston has handled tight ends this year, and it's not like they haven't played anybody. Week one, they played Zach Miller, held him to 14 yards. Week two, Travis Kelsey, 34 yards. Week three, Martellus Bennett, 10 yards. Week four, Delaney Walker, 34 yards. Week five, Kyle Rudolph, 15 yards. Yeah. So they're held, they're holding tight ends in check right mm-hmm. now. So I want zero shares of Dwayne Allen this week. You've convinced me. Book it. <laughs> He'll probably finish with four for 30 and three touchdowns. Yeah, there, my you luck. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the Houston side of the ball, you don't want any part of Oswaller, even though this is a pretty good matchup. He's just not been a startable guy. Mm-mm. Lamar Miller, I mean, I told this you that it. the buy low window is open until the game starts. Yeah. So get your trade offers in because I think he's going to have a really nice game here. DeAndre Hopkins, are his numbers pretty good against Vontae Davis? They're they're good against Indianapolis. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, I said the same thing for Tennessee, and he showed me up with four <laughs> yards on one catch. But I, I'm buying in again. I think he returns to the top ten. I have him at seventh. Uh, I, I'm calling for DeAndre Hopkins' welcome back party this Sunday. Go. There we go. So, not too high on Will Fuller this week? I mean, Fuller can be all right as well. I mean, I have him at 27. Uh, I, I think Oswald can be a decent stream option this week. Okay. I, I think you wrote him off too quick. <laughs> I mean, but just, I, I get what you're saying. He's just not been impressive this year. Yeah. Uh, Houston tied in. <laughs> Half a door, which ranked at 24. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, let's move on to uh, Monday Night Football. Jets versus the Cardinals. Your Jets, Fitzpatrick, his... <laughs> Interceptionless streak may end in this game, uh, if I had to guess. No flies on. Uh, Forte, if they get down quick, they're going to pull him off the field. So. Yeah, and there's a really good chance of that happening. Yeah, it, it kills me. I don't understand him. But he'll probably be around 15 for me. Edmund, none. none? Though I think the chance is there. I think they're just going to have to get him involved in the pass game, yeah. uh, as well as Bilal Powell, get them both involved. Uh, I think we'll see a lot of checkdowns just because mm-hmm. uh, they're secondary. So, I mean, it's really good, not yeah. the other guy. Obviously. And they blitz all the time. Yeah. So, uh, Also, breaking news, Eric Decker to the IR. Did we announce that at the beginning of nope. the show? Nope. Eric Decker to the IR. So, get him off your team. Yep. And that boosts Brandon Marshall and Quincy Anunwa up yep. pretty well. And I read that Safari and Jenkins is supposed to get more involved, so yeah. Hey, maybe that's a tight end option going down the road. Mm-hmm. But I love Marshall in this one, even though it's a kind of a tough matchup. Yeah, that's why I don't love him. Uh, I mean, I, I have him as a, a solid wide receiver too. Seventeen. Uh, he'll to be, be exact. he'll be around probably twelve for me. Huh? Uh, he just finds a way to get it done whenever you don't expect him to. Yeah, that's fair. Arizona side of the football. Palmer, he'll be back. They said that if last week's game was on Friday, he would have played. (laughs) So, Palmer, solid start against this defense. They've been awful. David Johnson, (laughs) no-brainer. The Jets have been pretty good against the run, though. That's why I have David Johnson at five this week. Understandable, but it it isn't like he relies on running the football. You're right, exactly. And to me, I think he'll put up, you know, not – Exact numbers that Bell put up, but maybe like five or six points less, just okay. because Bell's just way more involved in the pass game. Than, yeah, uh, David Johnson is. Yeah, but you don't need fancy advice on David Johnson. Yeah, you really don't. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there that he's not going to be the number one player this week yeah. like he was last week. Gotcha. These receivers, Larry Fitz, probably be solid. I'm calling yeah. for him to be top five. Top five? Yeah, I think this is one of okay. those weeks for him. Okay, I'm. I can get. Probably not on board with top five, but uh, yeah, top I know. ten. Yeah, it's kind of a hot take, <laughs> but whatever. It's, it's just got to be done sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this is the prime opportunity for Michael Floyd to break out, but I'm not calling for any more Michael Floyd breakouts. I think it's John Brown's big play week. Yeah. You saw what uh, Sammy Coast did last week. Yeah. Brown is you know, quicker. He's a Palmer's got a good yeah. arm, and he, he can – Torch New York, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm at 28, and I feel great about it. He's dirt cheap and daily, yeah. so he's my daily play of the week. Where he's there going you to go. Be plugged in all my lineups. I'm going to start that segment. Daily play of the week. <laughs> Do it. I'm I like down it. with it. John Brown, daily play of the week. 
Well, anything else in this one? Nope. Well, let's wrap it up right there. Be sure to visit the website, thecountyfs.com. Follow us on Twitter at thecountyfs. Like the Facebook page, County Fantasy Sports. And be sure to check out wblzsports.com. Find all the other great content that we have to offer and join the movement. Buy a t-shirt, 15 bucks. And other than that, let's wrap her up. I'm your host, Hayden Gibson, co-host Jared Chastain. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.